Let me know if y'all can hear the y'all can hear the music. I don't know if y'all can hear the music. Peace, family. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Campaign TV Show podcast. I am your host, Brother King Cam. Now, tonight we did have a guest slated to come on and talk with us, but there was uh, some unforeseen circumstances, so uh, I guess had to reschedule. So tonight what we're going to be talking about is Jacob Blake, the uh, most recent case or situation of an unarmed black man being shot by the police. Thankfully, thankfully, he was not killed, but he was shot and paralyzed from the waist down, as reports have come out to say. Uh, so we are praying for that brother and uh, for his family uh, during this time. But we're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing the rise of youth, black youth all over the country. And we're going to be talking about the recent NBA boycotts that have sparked because of this recent situation. So what I want everybody to do is I want you to hit that share button and share this out with as many people as possible. I want to spread the word. This is how you help me by spreading the word. So hit that share button, hit that like button, because I want to deal with all of those things that I mentioned. And then I want to tie it in. Spiritually, spiritually with a word from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, because I, I think what a lot of people are dealing with now is they don't really know what's going on and everything seems to be chaotic. A lot of things are happening. We have unarmed black men, unarmed black women, Breonna Taylor, the shooters and killers of Breonna Taylor have not yet been brought to justice. So we have the killers and other police officers are gunning down unarmed black people in the street and there have been no consequences. This is an election cycle where all of these politicians are coming to us and pandering to us about what they say they're going to do. But we as black people and poor and oppressed people have to put our politicians feet to the fire and we have to ask them what are you going to do for us? What is the agenda? Matter of fact, we don't need to ask them what the agenda is. We need to lay the agenda out for them and say, OK, Biden, if you want our vote, you and Ms. Harris, if you want our vote, this is what we need you to carry out. And we have X amount of dollars that's going to fund your campaign to make sure that you carry this out. Huh? Or Mr. Trump. If you want our vote, we have X amount of dollars set aside for you to fund your campaign. But this is what we need. X, Y and Z. Boom, 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 boom. But you can't come into our community after 465 years of oppression and then say to us what you're going to do for us. You don't know the condition of our community. I take that back. You know the condition because you put us in this condition, but you are not coming to fix it. So now we are demanding that you fix it or we just going to sit out the election altogether. You understand? Because the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that we need to do for self or suffer the consequences. He never said what the consequences were. But if you've been growing up in America, grew up in America, born black in America, then you see what the consequences are of not doing for self. 
not having an economic base not uh, laid out for yourself, not improving on self because we tend to miss a lot of the self-improvement part. We want the black nationalists, God bless their hearts. They want to talk about economic improvement. They want to talk about how uh, we can make our communities safe and decent by securing our communities and building all these black businesses and banks and all that kind of stuff. But if we still are niggas, if we still don't do unto others as we would have done unto ourselves, and we don't love our neighbor, then all of these black businesses that we build, all of these hospitals, all of this economic growth we think we're going to be able to get is going to be crushed by all of the nigger tendencies, Negro tendencies that we're going to bring along with us. So we can go and get all the land we want, but if we go in acting like Negroes, we're going to destroy our own land because we are not what God made us to be. We are what the white man made us to be, which is a Negro. Okay? So that's my opening soliloquy. <laughs> it's the opening soliloquy family. So, uh, but what I want to do is I want to start with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I think I want to start with the minister because he lays a foundation for what we are seeing once again. And the thing about the minister is that he is timeless. He is timeless. The minister could come out and say something. And four years down the road, it can still be relevant. It's still going to be relevant to this day. So I want to play a clip after I share this podcast. The because I, uh -oh, uh -oh. I got the playback. Yeah, I got the playback going. But as I always ask y'all to like and share, I always do the same thing. So I'm a part of what's going on. I want us to uh, make sure we are the same as well. Make sure that we like and share and putting this out. Because that's how we help each other. Black media, as you already know, as I always tell y'all, is extremely important. And if you don't know now, if you don't know now the importance of black media, then, you know, you're not going to be able to be a part of this fight. Because all facets are needed for this fight. It's not just going to be, you know, one group of people. It's not going to be one organization. It's not going to be one person. It's going to take all of our talents, all of our knowledge, all of the collective gifts that we have for us to overcome this thing. Because the minister said we're the most educated black people on the planet Earth. Because we don't went to school with the enemy. And we got the best education. So how is it we can go to school and get master's degrees, bachelor's degrees, doctorate degrees? You understand? But we can't build a nation for ourselves. We can't build a government for ourselves. We can't police our own selves. So I'm still trying to share a couple of these out. And then what I want to do, like I said, is I want to share a clip of the minister so he can lay the base, lay the foundation for what you see happening again. Because it's nothing new. It's nothing new. When they when they when they had our brother George Floyd, you understand? The, the whole world went on fire. When they killed our brother here in Atlanta, we rose up. So we've been rising up. Let me show you something. See? Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Cause see the minister gonna make it plain. Hold up. The minister gonna make it plain, family. And as you can see, scroll across the bottom is the cash app. So if you would like to donate to the show, if you'd like to help us keep the lights on, please do so at cash app, dollar sign, campaign TV show. All right. 
So we want to show this entire screen. Let me show y'all. Minister about to lay it down. And the minister right here is talking about the, the law of retaliation, as you can see. And he was actually speaking at the time Michael Brown was killed in Ferguson. Now look how timeless the minister is. In the days of Moses and Aaron and Joshua, they were not afraid to take on the giants. These young people in Jefferson, they're not afraid of no tanks. Ferguson, yes. What did I say? Yeah. I guess that's where the governor is sending them tanks from. He's in Jefferson City. Isn't he? What is it? City, yes, yes, yes. Those young people that are out there marching, you never seen nothing like that. We get angry, and in one week it's over. But for over 100 days, men, women, children marching. But here's what got the whole country upset. See, young people, social media is a great thing, but the enemy got you with the social media. I'm on Facebook, and I have 500 followers. I'm, 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 I'm imitating you. And what are you saying on Facebook? Well, I'm telling you, if it was me, you understand? In fact, if they come down with the wrong decision, guess what I'm going to do? And you and your 500 friends agree. The National Security Agency of the United States government got you. But the talk of what's about to go down is all over the country and that's why the president had to speak out because they expect an explosion now these young people they have been made for the messiah they're not made for no apologist leaders Mr. Crump, the lawyer, Attorney Crump, he's a good brother. And in the name of the mom and the dad, he's telling the youth peaceful protests. Regardless of what they say, we're going to be peaceful. See? And white folks gather preachers and politicians and educators for god's sake tell the students that whatever comes down we'll accept it and we'll protest you know we're gonna protest but we must be peaceful but the young they are god's children and they are not going down 
being peaceful. Listen, listen, watch, watch now. Because once it starts, it's on. You may not want to fight. But you better get ready. Teach your baby how to throw the bottle if they can't bite. We're going to die anyway. Let's die for something. Elijah Muhammad said 40 years ago, maybe near 50 years ago, there were 20 million of us then. He said if 10 million of us lost our lives, 10 million would be left to go free. Now wait, wait, wait. Just think about that. When now my Muslim family here, Imams, and my Christian family, in this book, there's a law for retaliation. A law for retaliation. Like for like. The Bible says, an eye, a tooth, a life. See, now, as long as they kill us and go to Wendy's and have a burger and go to sleep, they're going to keep killing us. But when we die and they die, then soon... We're going to sit at a table and talk about retired. We want some of this earth. But we'll tear this goddamn country up. Assalamu alaikum. Praise be to Allah. <laughs> be to a love. May the minister don't be playing. Minister said, Assalamu alaikum. Minister ain't playing, not playing at all, family. Not playing at all. But he was going through the law of retaliation. See, when you get fed up enough, you going to do what is naturally in you to do, which is defend yourself. Defend your life because you only have but one. So you're going to do whatever it is you need to do to hold on to that one life. So the minister said when we die and they die, see, then they're going to want to come and sit at the table. Hmm? So look, I want to read this from the monumental book by Brother Jabril, Closing the Gap. 
because the minister is talking about adversity and chaos. And then I want to tie it in to what's happening now. Okay, family? So, let me get right here. So, Brother Jabril asked the minister, please explain the part that chaos has in the plan of God and how should we see it in our personal lives and utilize it. The minister says, it would seem to me that in order to understand what chaos really is and how it serves the purpose of God in establishing order, one must go back to the origin of creation. To when the most honorable Elijah Muhammad taught of God's self-creation. Now, for those of us who don't know, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that God himself was self-created. In the Quran, it says that God begets, nor is he begotten. So that means he does not have a mother and father. So if he doesn't have a mother and father, he must be self-created. And the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that he created himself from the darkness of space. And that that space is a womb. So everything that followed after the God's creation bears witness to his own creation. So in the womb of the female, it's dark. It's darkness, just like it was in space when the God created himself. And as you look at other creation, you see that the beginning always starts in the dark. So this is what the minister is talking about, darkness. The first atom of life that sparked in the universe contained positive and negative. Since the first atom that sparked in the darkness had positive and negative, then all of the creation bears witness to that atom. That there is no positive without negative. There is no darkness where you cannot find light. There is no death where you can't find life. Death feeds life and life feeds death. They're companions of each other. So I want to stop right there because many of us are dealing with different things in our life that may seem chaotic. You're dealing with positive and negative. Oftentimes we don't know how to deal with the negative things that happen in our life. So therefore our perspective has been swayed because of the trauma that we're not able to see the positive that's present in every negative. In every dark moment, there's light. In every death, life comes from that. They say that every time a baby is born, a person expires on the planet Earth. So every time there's death, new life is coming into the world. So how many of us have been on our way somewhere and we caught a flat tire or the alternator went out or, you know, for whatever reason, we caught car trouble and we thought that was the worst thing in the world when really God was saving us from an accident, a car pile up way up the road. That same highway you would have took to get to where you was going. Huh? Had a 10 car pile up on there. Seven people died, but you was on the side of the road. See, but out of that darkness was the light that God saved your life. Because he had a bigger purpose for you. How many of us, how many of us had invested in a business? 
or was waiting on some type of investment opportunity for a business. And it didn't go as we had planned. huh? And we thought that we had did everything we could to control the situation. But for one reason or another, we wasn't able to come through. And later on, you find out that the person you was about to go in business with or the investor you was about to take some money from had a whole federal case. He was stealing. He was he was a fraud. See, and you and your name would have got caught up in that. But the God caused the deal to fall through the investment, not to go through. See the light, the positive and the negative. So I want us to think about this as we move on through this, as we look at the chaotic situation that we have going on now, as we have the chaos and the darkness that is in America. Huh? It's our perspective. Come on. If light and darkness are companions and life and death are companions, then in a certain sense, God and Satan are companions. Good and evil are companions. Chaos and order are companions. But one feeds the other and gives birth to the other. Oh, sorry about that, family. That's okay. That is okay. Card done got full. Hold on, family. Let's take a brief intermission real quick. Hold on. Brief intermission. Y'all hold tight. Hold tight. Brief intermission. All right, family, I'm back. I'm back. We back. We back. Okay. Boom. All right, where was I? Where was I, family? See? 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 God and the devil are companions. Good and evil are companions. Chaos and order are companions, but one feeds the other and gives birth to the other. Mm. So the scholars and scientists who talk about the Big Bang Theory talk about chaos as though it was first. Well, they don't really know the root of all of this. Out of what seemed to be chaos came order. This produced motion. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who taught us so much deeper than these scholars and scientists, taught us that the first law is motion. See, I want you to peep that. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the first law is motion. This is what the minister is saying. 
before you can get into anything, you have to start moving. So this is why you cannot gain any traction, entrepreneurs, when you have a business idea, but you don't move out of them. This is why you cannot gain any forward momentum. You got to start moving first. And then all the other parts are starting to fall into play, but you got to start doing something. Huh? You got to start doing something. Moving on. The first law is motion. Hmm? How can you produce motion unless these opposites are present? So the way that a car moves, check this out. The way that a car moves is because of the forward motion of the tires or the backward motion of the tires is moving against the cement. It's moving against the cement that pushes the car forward or backwards. So this is how you get motion. You have to have opposites that are present, positive and negative. With the positive and negative charges, you produce motion. That motion may appear chaotic at first, but then the second law comes into existence, which is order. So when you have motion, motion because of the two positive and negative charges create chaos. And you don't know what's happening. But out of that chaos, the second law comes into play, which is order, family. Which is order. So for those of us who are just joining us, we played a clip. Of the Honorable Minister Louis Farquhar. My name is Brother King Cam. I'm your host on the Campaign TV Show podcast. We're discussing uh, the black youth rising up today in America. We're discussing the NBA boycotts. We're discussing Jacob Blake being shot by the police and why all of this is happening. Because a lot of us see it happening, but we don't really know the why. So we're getting right down to the why. And we're talking about the positive and negative and the chaos that we are witnessing right now. Okay. So now you have chaos, but the second law in the, of the universe is motion. So from, I mean, excuse me, is order. The first law is motion. The second law is order. Out of what seems to be only chaos comes order. Out of darkness comes light. Out of nothingness came everything. Out of death comes life. So then in another sense, out of evil comes good. Out of demon, devil, or Satan comes God. Well, how is that? So what the minister is telling us is that when we have a distorted perspective and we do not see things properly or we don't take the right attitude towards certain things that happen in our life, then we won't be able to see the life that's being brought forth through the negative circumstance or the light that's coming through the dark circumstance. Well, we are living in very dark times right now. The economy's falling. Social justice is at an all-time high. We thought the civil rights movement was something. We thought the whites, the Watts riots was something. The LA riots was something. But what you're seeing today is unprecedented. Now the NBA has boycotted in the middle of a playoff stretch. We got interrupted and we have a whole pandemic going on. Or as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan taught us in the criterion he delivered July 4th, that it's a pestilence from heaven. So we have a pestilence. We have riots. We have social injustice. All of this negativity, which is causing what? Chaos. But the minister said that Every negative is accompanied with a positive. Well, what is the positive? What's the positive, family? Huh? Well, if we look at scripture, 
In the book of Exodus, there was Pharaoh. And there was a people who was in bondage to Pharaoh by the name of the children of Israel. And these children of Israel worship Pharaoh like a god. So these children of Israel worship Pharaoh like a god and was held captive and oppressed. Huh? Until one day God came and he spoke to one of those children of Israel by the name of Moses, rose him up to deliver the children of Israel from their chaotic, their dark and oppressed situation. Hmm? Listen, family, the chaos is created in the scripture in the children of Israel. Why? Because God wanted to see them be free. He wanted to free the children of Israel. But before he could free them, there had to be chaotic circumstances. You didn't hear me. Y'all not hearing me right now. There had to be darkness. There had to be chaotic situations. There had to be oppression. There had to be death and destruction. Huh? Because see, Pharaoh was killing folks. He Remember, he wanted to kill all of the firstborn children. Hmm? Because he thought that we would grow up and join on to an enemy of his and come against him. See? This was the mind. Come, let's deal wisely with them. So as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has explained to us over the years of his work, that the enemy's plan is to destroy and kill us wholesale. And the way he's going to justify killing us wholesale is by us killing ourselves. So as we kill ourselves because of the circumstances that they created, now he can move in with the helicopter gunships. He can move in with the tanks. He can move in with the federal troops and with the National Guard and justify the murder of black people. Can justify it. Why? Because he's created the circumstances. He put the guns in the community, put the drugs in the community, created economic stress. We have food deserts, so we don't eat proper food. So we chemically imbalanced. We smoke all type of drugs that have been chemically factored in laboratories funded by the U.S. government. All this is part of the plot. But there has to be a Moses that comes to the children of Israel to help free you. See? But what does that have to do with chaos, positive, and negative? We live in a dark world. We live in a dark time, family. COVID-19 has stopped a lot of us from being able to work, being able to feed our families, being able to worship at the places of worship we go. Huh? We're not able to see family that don't live in the same household as us on a regular basis. A pandemic, a pestilence from heaven, the minister said, that has stopped the whole planet. The NBA season was suspended for a while. Then they started it up. And now look, boycott. Uh-oh, boycott. Come on, you can't say that the God not at work. And we're not talking about no spook God. We're not talking about no spirit moving across the waters and all of that kind of stuff. No, we're talking about the real, the true and living God who came in the person of Master Fahd Muhammad. See, the real God. We're talking about the true God that's making moves today because the children of Israel have to go free. But in order for them to go free and for him to make himself known, he has to create an impossible problem that only he himself and his servant, messenger in Christ, can fix.
You're not hearing me. Come on. So let's get back to the chaos because it's a lot of chaos going on right now. So the minister said, well, how then can out of a demon, devil or Satan come the God? The minister said, was God Satan at first and then becomes God? Ooh, and that's a deep question. That's a deep question, family, because that's legitimate for anybody that's on here can answer. Anybody on here can answer. Is that legitimate? Was God Satan at first and then becomes God? Check out the minister's answer. He says, not in that sense. But the Quran says that the jinn came before the man, in my humble opinion. It means that this fiery spirit and temperament is seen in the infancy of development, where one must learn to control the emotions in order for the rational mind of man to come forth. Stop. Stop. I'm going to stop, early bird. I'm going to stop. Because obviously you missed it. Because you ain't going to take us to spook, uh, Spaceville with you. And I ain't going to, spook, to, to Spaceville on a rocket ship. See? We ain't no astronauts. We ain't going to space. So we ain't going uh, up there to heaven and all that. We stand right here on the earth. Keep it at 1,000. So we got to stop right there because the minister now is dealing with something. That fiery spirit. The jinn, huh? That we are all naturally born with. So check this out. Mm. The minister, when you look at creation, when you are first born, see, as a as a baby, you want instant gratification. Come on, family. Press one if you want instant gratification as when you a baby. All of us that had children, if you got children, you know exactly what I'm talking about. When the baby want the diaper change, they want it done right there. If they want a bottle, they want it right there. If they're hungry, they want it right then and there. Instant gratification. Infancy. So the minister says hmm, that this fiery spirit and temperament is seen in the infancy of development. Where one must learn to control the emotions in order for the rational mind of man to come forth. So in order for the rational mind of man to come forth, you have to learn to control your emotions. Uh-oh. What did he say? Rise above emotions to the thinking of God. You got to learn to control your emotions. But as an infant, as a baby, you can't control your emotions. So when you're not fed right away, you crying. When you're not changed right away, you crying. Now, look how I'm going to connect this to all the adults that's tapping in. Let me connect this to all the adults that's tapping in because you saying, well, bro, I'm not no baby. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. Yeah, physically. Physically, you a grown man. Physically, you a grown woman. But mentally, we are still infants. If you can't control your emotions, mentally, emotionally, you are still in the infantile stage. Come on. That's a word right there. That's a word. See, we are physically grown and mature in our bodies, but our mind is infantile. We act like children. That's why when you get into an argument with your girl, you calling her name back and forth. What do you tell children? What do children do when they get upset with one another and they start arguing back and forth and start calling each other what? Stupid? Dumb? You get on my nerves? This is what we say as grown 20, 25, 30, 35-year-old adults. This is, what, this is how we talk to one another. The infantile mindset. The infantile mindset. So you haven't grown to, the, to control your emotions for the rational mind to come forth. 
Well, what does that have to do with chaos? Come on. So the minister right here talks about if you look at a baby, they want immediate gratification for the change of a diaper, for the bottle or for whatever they have a desire for. We want instant gratification. So when we're not able to get the type of money we want, we go and steal. Huh? Well, when we're not able to make the type of money we want, we go and sell drugs to our people because that makes fast money. Is that right? We want instant gratification. We don't want to work. We don't want to put the work in. We sit on social media and see people with all these followers and all these viewers and all these likes, but you didn't see the work that went behind that. You didn't see the, the, the unseen grind that had to go into de developing a community into a tribe. See? Instant gratification. So they cry. You cry. We cry because we're not instantly gratified. If you don't attend to them right away, you will see in the baby that cry demonstrating an emotion that makes their face to become red with flame of anger. See? Red with flame and anger. So in the development of the human being, we go through these stages. These are the stages that you go through as a human being. The infancy of the mind is the same as the infancy of the body. But you have to grow. So the minister says, well, what about God? What about the making of a God? If we are created from God, and we are, that's what the scripture says. Then the adversity that he went through to evolve into himself shows us the path of all things to come to that point or place in development that God intended. So in order for us to get to where we want to be, in order for us to get to that level of success, in order for, get, for us to become God's children of the most high God, we have to go through the same path of adversity that God himself went through. So earlier I told you that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said that God was self-created. So if God is self-created from the womb of darkness and space, of triple darkness and space, as you come through that womb, there's pain. So we can't bear witness to it, but our parents can, our mothers can bear witness to the pain. See, the minister said that when women give birth, that's her dying to give you life. Uh-oh, from death comes life. See? So as we come into this world, we cope through painfully. We get bruises on our head, bruises on our shoulders as we go through the birth canal. So you think that stops after you come through that? Absolutely not. Because we are, as the Quran said, created perfect yet imperfect. See? So we come into this well imperfect. And as we go through life, go through this journey, we have to we eventually become perfected if you stay on the proper course. But what does this have to do with what's going on today in the rise of black youth? Because we still on chaos now. Because check this out. The minister about to bring us right on home. So what's called chaos serves order. What we are experiencing now is the chaotic disorder of the breaking out or breaking down of a world that will give birth to the order of a new world. Hold up. Stop right there, family, because now I'm about to show you something. I don't know why that's like that. Let me show you this. See what you saying? What the minister said? You seeing the breaking down of a world that will give birth to the order of a new world. This is what you're seeing right now. That's why you can't vote your way out of this thing. That's why none of these uh, politicians are going to be able to save this situation. That's why you can't fix this broken system, family. 
because there has to be a removal of the system completely because it was never created or intended for you and I. So look at this. So now you already know we got the Tamir Rices, the Mike Browns. We have all of the instances of uh, uh, police uh, domestic terrorism. I'm not going to call it police brutality, domestic terrorism. But look, check this out. I'm going to share my screen again. I want y'all to read these articles, right? Show y'all what's happening right now. What's going on right now is the tearing down of an old world. See? Look at this. NBA NBA postpones playoff games after Milwaukee Bucks boycott. That's not what I want to show you first, though. I want you to see this first. See? This is a second video of Jacob Blake's shooting. See? This is this is what's going on, family. Chaos, darkness in America. Check this out. A second angle that was released yesterday, which does show Blake interacting uh, with the police officers beforehand. <laughs> Chaos. Chaos. It's chilling. And remember, there are children in the car there. But does that video illuminate anything to you? Chaos, family. Chaotic. Darkness. And people keep asking the question, why? Why is this happening? And most black people are saying, we want justice. We just want to be equal. We just want to be safe. We are scared. See? That's what LeBron said. He said, we are scared. Black people are scared. Hmm? This is what they're saying because this is now the normal. I take that back, family. This is not now the normal. This has been the normal. See? This has always been the normal for black people in America. Always been the norm. Go into the community and ask how many black families have been torn apart by the system. Ask how many black families have lost fathers and uncles and cousins and brothers to the system, whether it be to gun violence or whether it be to drugs. Huh? Plies, in his first album, talked about the wicked court system in in Real Testament. He talked about the wicked court system and how the judges and attorneys, they swap you out. They create the policies and the laws. So that you do more time for the same crime that a European person would do. Now, look at this. NBA postponed playoff games after Milwaukee Bucks boycott. Look at him. Look at his reaction to this. Chaos. It is so bad. Uh, Bob, um, I have not seen anything like this in my life. Uh, a, a NBA team uh, boycotting as a way of civil disobedience, as a way of protest, the Milwaukee Bucks saying that they're not going to play. Put this in some sort of historical perspective w- uh, for us, if you would. Yeah, Jake, I have not seen anything exactly comparable to this. There have been gestures. I'm old enough to remember I was a teenager when Tommy Smith and John Carlos raised their fists at the Mexico City Olympics in 1968. 
Of course, Muhammad Ali, not in a team sport, gave up three plus years of his career, uh, and that was remarkable and remains at the top of the pyramid in this respect. There have been concerted efforts by athletes at various times, but never anything that is comparable to this. Colin Kaepernick and others kneeling. Yes, Black Lives Matter on the court at all the NBA playoff games. Yes, the Detroit Lions yesterday not practicing, which was a, a significant statement. But in this case, you're talking about a game and a playoff game at that. Bob, obviously sports leagues and the NBA in particular have been a place where players are, are speaking their minds, standing up for what they believe. Uh, this is obviously a, a, a stark example of civil disobedience. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've never seen this before in your life. Why? Because it's at the end now. See? The minister said that the Joshua generation, our generation, the youth, we are the most powerful generation on the planet huh? that has ever come forth. See? So we're not now dealing with the same injustices that our parents dealt with and our grandparents dealt with. See, we're not showing up to no protest and allowing you to shoot us with no hoses or put no dogs on us. You understand what I'm saying? That's not what we're doing today. The youth are standing up. We're rising up. Who you think runs the NBA? The league? Young black basketball players. Who you think run the NFL? Young black football players. So when they say that they've never seen this type of stuff before, they've never seen this type of stuff before because they haven't been in this specific time before. This is a new time. The minister said that this world is going up. It's a breaking down of a world that will give birth to the order of a new world. So this chaos is absolutely and vitally necessary to create the motion towards order. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again, family. I'm going to say that again. And they tried to label it civil disobedience. Yeah, we fed up. See, so now when you got your hand in the bag, because now we interfering with the bottom line, they already lost money because of COVID-19. The NBA, they was losing money because they can't get nobody to the games. They losing all that turnstile bread, the ticket holders, all the season ticket holders. They're not getting none of that money, merchandise, food, all that's going down the drain. So they had to figure out this bubble situation so that they can try to maintain the network money, the money that they have set up with TNT and ESPN and all of those networks. But if the players don't play, all of the money's gone. Now, they want to label it civil disobedience because I don't want to play basketball. I don't have to play basketball. The, the league don't run if I don't play basketball. So I would think that you should treat me right. You should treat me with some type of respect. Matter of fact, like what Master P said, what Master P said on the documentary, when he had to deal with priority records and he realized he didn't even have an office, he said, hold on, this my deal. This my label. I'm getting money around here. Why don't I have no office? See what, what P said? Just because you white, you think you right? Nah, family. That's that's what's going on. But see, the masses of the people are waking up. See, the, the it, it's in the children now, the minister said. The, the message is in the children. The spirit is in the children. So we're not going to sit down and take none of that pacification. Oh, see, that's why you got to go and watch the criterion that the minister delivered on July 4th. Because he talked about not accepting pacification. This is why they upset with Minister Farrakhan. Because the people are listening to him. Even if it's indirect. 
It don't have to be direct. See, LeBron don't have to say that he listening to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, but he hears stuff. So he know that the minister said, don't accept pacification. So as you heard in the clip, they're talking about Black Lives Matter on the court. And so what? If it don't matter in real life, so what you put it on the court? So what you put it on the jersey? Huh? So what Colin Kaepernick kneeled and all that kind of stuff? No, we ain't playing the game, family. I'm not throwing a ball. I'm not catching the pass. We not shooting no jump shots, no free throw. We ain't doing none of that. None of that. Until we get respect, we ain't doing none of that. Shut the whole thing down. What you going to do? You want to watch Jerry Jones play football? Huh? You what, 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 you, what, you, you want to watch um, um, Pat Riley get on the court? What, you you going to watch uh, uh, Mark Cuban? You going to watch him get on the court? They're not playing no ball. And they can't get no more players to come play because these are the best players in the world. Don't get it twisted. The NBA basketball players are the best players in the world. So even if they brought all the ballers from Europe over here, you still ain't going to have nobody watching that. If you don't have LeBron playing, ain't nobody watching. If you don't have Dame Time playing, ain't nobody watching. Huh? If you don't have AD playing, if you don't have the Greek freak playing, ain't nobody watching. See, this is the power that we have, family. And this is how you exercise that power. See, because we have all been given the God-given right of freedom, justice, and equality. And if you're not being treated equal, if you're not free, and you're not getting justice, then you can exercise your right to demand it now. See, this is the time we're in now. We got to demand it now. No more pacification. So we're not accepting no more Black Lives Matter on the court. We ain't accepting no more cheesy interviews on CNN and Fox. We're not accepting no daggone Joe Biden coming to the church kneeling. We ain't accepting no more of the sellout black, uh, uh, cop, the black caucus standing uh, in Congress and senators standing in the hall with all type of African garbles kneeling and standing and with their fists in the air. We ain't, we ain't with none of that. Huh? See, y'all ain't seen Jerry Maguire. Well, my man said, show me the money. Broadway Play said, show me the money, Jerry. That's what we want. Reparations. Land. Show me the money. White folks. We, ain't, we don't want no more. We don't want no, no stickers. We don't want no stamps. We don't want no holidays. We ain't want no streets. See, that's pacification. And it's really a slap in the face because those that they gave schools, stamps, holidays to, they really ain't like them when they was here. They ain't like Martin Luther King like that. See, they ain't give him a school to after he was dead. They ain't like Malcolm X like that. They didn't put him on a stamp and give him a holiday to after he was dead. When Barack Obama was in the White House, they didn't like him like that. They didn't give him a school till after he was out the White House. Talked about his wife and his family like a dog. See, that's because patriarchal white folks don't like or respect black intellectuality or black power. They can't be ruled by no black people. So if they can't be ruled by you, they're just going to take you out. This is their history and their pattern going back 6,000 years. This is the history in that pattern going back 6,000 years. See? So, the old world is going down. The new world is coming in. Hmm? What does it say? See? 
the evil that Allah has permitted to touch the earth almost completely has created dissatisfaction with evil. That even the evildoer wants out of evil because there is no peace in evil. So now you even see some of these evangelical white folks asking for a truce. They like, hold on, hold on. Trump, Trump got it, got the got the the chastisement coming on America so hard. See, and it won't all him. He came in at the tail end of it, right? But he's speeding it up. See, you had Bush, you had Nixon, you had Reagan, you had the other Bush, you had Obama unwillingly. See, and then you got Donald Trump that's pushing it on. The minister said he's taking you to hell on a rocket ship. So now even evil is fed up evil. They like no moss. They like no moss. They crying. They, they praying now. You see white folks is praying now. You know, they don't believe in no God. That God for them is their dollar bill. But now they praying. They, they praying, oh, Jesus. You understand? They all upset now. Because they can't, it's no peace in evil. That's why the minister said that there will never be peace in, uh-oh, hold up, hold up. Got to get that back. There will never be any peace anywhere that there's chaos and evil. So the human being's nature is to be made secure. There you go. Boom. The human nature is to be made secure. See? So now in this chaos, everybody is insecure. Ah, now everybody's insecure in the chaos. You insecure because COVID-19 just stopped up all the money. The government insecure because the pandemic, they don't have no answer for. Fauci on TV lying. Trump on TV lying. Bill Gates is a businessman. He don't know nothing about no medical drugs. See? They got a whole different agenda going on, but they can't really put their finger on this COVID-19 coronavirus. They just know that every time they try to open up, uh-oh, cases spike. You understand? Every time they try to go back to school, uh-oh, cases spike. See? They can't, they can't maneuver around this COVID-19, so they insecure because the bag is being tampered with now. The bottom line is being tampered with, fam. See? You insecure, Black people, because you don't know nothing but white leadership. And most of us is getting... Uh, becoming more white now. So we don't want no white leadership, but you done had too many black leaders come in front of you, lying, stealing, you understand? Putting their hand in the collection plate. So you don't really know how to navigate this thing. So you insecure. Mm. But the human nature is to be made secure, as the minister said. And the minister is such a powerful teacher. Such a powerful teacher, family. So we're hungering for that security, which brings peace. For unrighteousness has its sway. Now, the greatness of the evil has determined the greatness of the good that has come out of the desire of the sufferer of evil and the even the doer of evil reaping the consequences of evil to get out of that into peace and security. So now. The chaos and the evil has become so great and has engulfed everybody. Hmm? That even the doer of evil <laughs> is reaping the consequences for his evil. He wants to get out of that into peace and security. Into peace and security, family. This is what's happening right now. This is what you're seeing right now. So you see these police is so bad that you got white folks like, all right, now y'all tripping. Y'all tripping, tripping now. Do you ever think they have conversations at the dinner table and say, yo, one day. If black people want to revenge, because see, listen, we always want justice. 
we want equality. We want to be treated right. If we ever said that we wanted revenge, white people would be done. Man, I mean, they, they probably sit up and like, man, if these folks ever say they want revenge, we're going to be in trouble. And we just keep pushing the needle, pushing the needle, pushing the needle. So now they insecure about the evil that they brothers is doing. They're like, yo, you tripping. You shoot this man, Jacob Blake, seven times in his back. You tried to kill him and you paralyzed him waist down. And what do you expect these people to do? Thomas Jefferson wrote about this and said that the, the, the retaliation, like I'm paraphrasing, but the retaliation of God or the justice of God is only going to sleep. But for so long, fam. So you only gonna be able to continue to do evil towards a people, but for so long before there has to be repercussions. See, this is real. So this is what you're seeing. This is what you are witnessing today: the changing of the old world, the destroying, the breaking down of the old world, the unrighteous world, the wicked world, and the coming into or the birth of the new world, the righteous world, huh? The kingdom of God is what you are seeing coming into birth now. But there has to be destruction. This is the chaos part. This is the chaotic part that you don't see. But see the motion, huh? the motion of the time and what must be done. The motion, as it says in the scripture, when the dry bones start to shake. See, we are those dry bones in the scripture. Hmm? But now the dry bones from the wind, from the spirit, from the word of the Honorable Miss Louis Farrakhan is starting to get up, starting to rise up. So now that's creating motion. Well, when you create the motion, now it's some chaos in the motion. But after that, get through that chaotic moment, that chaotic time, it's going to be order. Hmm? It's going to be order. See? So thus the evil under the satanic rule demands the presence of God. I'm going to say that again. Thus, the evil under the satanic rule demands the presence of God. To what? To bring about order out of the chaos. As it is present of God in the world of evil that is producing the disorder and the chaos that is ending one world and bringing out another. See, you missed it, family. You missed it. It's the presence of God that's bringing about this disorder, family. See, it's, it's his presence that's disrupting these things, bringing about the disorder, which is bringing and ending one world and bringing in another family. So I'm going to land the plane with this. What you're seeing, what you're seeing is the rising of one people, the fall of another people, the destruction of Babylon, ancient Egypt. You understand me? The, the falling away of the wicked and the rise of the righteous. But we got to do ourselves a favor, family. We have to do ourselves a favor and pick which side of the fence we're going to be on. Because we have treated the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan like a lovely song. Meaning you hear your song, you turn them up, you jam. But when your song over with, you put it up, you put it down. See? But the minister the whole time has been guiding us in the truth so that we can avert this chastisement. You got to make a decision, family. We got to make a decision. And what you see is our people starting to stand up because we're getting fed up. See, and what's going to come from this is a new world. But are you ready? Huh? Are you ready? So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the campaign TV show, family. We appreciate you. Please, please, if this was valuable, make sure you help and donate. Keep the lights on at Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show. Dollar Sign Campaign TV Show. That's via Cash App. 
We'll see you next week. Same time, same black place. Assalamu alaikum.